You are about to listen to the S. Anthony Says Podcast, starring S. Anthony Thomas. <laughs> you lucky bastards. All right, this is S. Anthony. Glad you came back. Ready for the next one? All right, here we go. Go! Well, hello, hello, you sick bastards. You know who this is. This is the S-Machine, the S-Master General, your friend, S-Anthony Thomas. And I know this is going to shock you, but yes, I'm walking around outside again. <laughs> you know, it's a lot more traffic. The last one I did was actually very early in the morning. This one's a little later in the morning, like 1030 or so. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, you know what I want to talk to you about? Uh, this is something that, that I found very, very interesting. And... Uh, I was talking to a friend of mine about power, and and it's it's it, my my thing is, power basically, is kind of like drugs or alcohol. You know, it's like crack to a crackhead. With some people, it's like alcohol to an alcoholic. With some people, with some people, it's like a turbo boost to doing good things. It basically just illustrates who the hell you are, you know, because you give some people power, they just can't handle it. We have to have a test to drive a car. You know, we have to take tests to do jobs, and you have to be bonded to get certain jobs to find out if you have a criminal record. I wish there was a test that we could give people before we allowed them to have power. Because power in the wrong hands is devastating, and you know. I'll put it to you this way. Even a little bit of power can jack up somebody, you know. When I started doing comedy a long time ago in Philadelphia, back in Philadelphia... And then when I moved to Los Angeles and started doing comedy there, in the beginning, everybody that did comedy, we were all learning our craft at the same time. We're all getting good at the same time. You know, we're all having fun. We're all just, we just enjoy the, con the concept of standing on the stage with a microphone in our hands and talking to people that we didn't know and helping them to laugh. So when somebody would find a gig, you know, a booking, they would go, hey, man, this guy books this great club, man. He great books these clubs. And everybody would exchange the information. And how'd you do with the club, man? I gave you a recommendation, man. It was very utopian, man. It was, it was like the summer of love, man. Now, granted, the summer of love was before I existed, but I'm aware of it. You know, the idea behind it was kind of cute. Hey, man, let's just all get together and share stuff, man. You know, we don't have to do money or anything like that, man. We just do a little weed, man. You would just dance and sing, man, you know. Are you hungry? I've got food, man. Would you like some food? I'll give you food, bro. Cool, bro. Oh, wait a minute. You, oh, you don't have any clothes? Well, I have a clothes, bro. Hey, we have a free store, man. You come in with something you don't need. You come in, you see if there's something you need. You take it out, man. No money, man. Hey, bro, this, bro. And that was nice and sweet. And the Haight-Ashbury was nice and sweet when there weren't that many people doing it. And then what happened? They started reporting it about it in the newspapers. And everybody wanted to get a piece. But did they want to get a piece of the utopian society? Did they want to get in there and just enjoy that love? No. They wanted power. What kind of power am I talking about? Well, if you know about the Summer of Love, you know there's a lot of teenagers there that were running away from their parents and were looking for something to do. And there was a lot of people going, hey, let's go, let's go out there. And fuck some of these teenagers. <laughs> and that's what happened. They went out there just because they wanted some ass. And the drug dealers started showing up. You know? And the people who wanted to corrupt everything started to show up. Everybody that wanted a little bit of power because they saw an opening decided to show up and take advantage of it. And it was the same thing with comedy. Somebody started getting bookers and then a couple of people would know about bookers but they wouldn't share the information. 
Now granted, it wouldn't have mattered if they shared the information. They were still going to get their bookings. But they just wanted to hold that information to themselves. They didn't want to anybody else to get that information. Oh, I'm going to keep this to myself. I, I already have all my bookings. and I can't possibly physically go to this booker anymore and do any more shows. But I've got to keep this information to myself. I can't let anybody else have this information. They had a little bit of power. And it went to their head. That's what happens with people. They have power. Some people can handle it. Some people will do good things. Hey, I got a $17 trillion. There's a whole lot of people that don't have any food. I'll feed them. Fuck it. You know? <laughs> but then you have companies that make billions of dollars, and these motherfuckers won't even pay their workers a lot of money. Which to me doesn't make any sense. If I'm a ridiculously powerful company, I really have no real competition. I'm making ridiculous amounts of money. I'm going to pay my fucking workers. I'm going to pay them some money that they can live on. If you look at Costco, you know, when Senegal ran it, what happens? He paid his workers a lot of money. And guess what? There was no turnover in his business. Nobody fucking left. Why would they want to leave? They were making enough money to live and have a life and to shop. And they had health care. Why the fuck would they leave? Of course they wouldn't leave. And everybody that worked at Costco, every business, everybody that worked with Costco, everybody that ran across an, a Costco employee, Every employee was an ambassador for Costco. Why? Good products, good price, fair. I got health care. I'm happy to be here. See anybody smiling at Walmart? Huh? <laughs> How many smiles do you see at the cash registers at Walmart? Kind of hard to smile when your back is hurting. Cause you're working, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of hard when you're not making enough money. It's kind of hard when you got to run out of there and catch a bus to try to get to your kids. It's kind of hard when you know the bills aren't going to get paid. It's kind of hard when you're working all this all these hours and you still need welfare. It's kind of hard because the people in power said "fuck you." You didn't know how to handle the power. They know how to acquire it, how not not how to handle it. <laughs> the thing about power also is people in power like a fight. You know, now here's the trick. They want you to fight, but they don't want you to fight them and win. They want to fight. They like to fight. It's fun because they're used to having things. They're used to requiring things. They're used to dominating things. They don't want you to just give up and give them shit. No, they want to whip your ass and take it. Think about people that have $40, $50 billion in the bank and are still trying to buy politicians. Why? <laughs> Why would you give a shit? You know, like I said, I said this in many podcasts before, and people ask me via email. If I had $50 billion, I wouldn't give a shit who the President of the United States was. I couldn't care less. Even if you taxed me to death, even if you gave me the tax back when they were at 97% back in the day, I'm still a billionaire. <laughs> I can still have whatever I want. I'm still riding on a yacht. Now, I'm not saying that. Billionaires should have to be taxed at 97%. I mean, come on, that's ridiculous. I think you should be able to keep more money than you than you give away. I mean, I mean, well, not more money than you give away. What I mean is, you should not have to give away more than half of what you earn, in my opinion. I mean, even if even if you only take 49%, that's the ta top tax rate. If I earned it, I should be able to keep more than I give away. Okay? But these people are paying nothing. Why? They got the power. They paid for it. Hi, Mr. Politician. I was wondering, um, there's some legislation going through right now that was going to tax me a little more than I want to. Um, would you mind coming to my house 
and we're going to have a nice dinner. <laughs> Here's a check for $14,000. Okay. There's many more where that came from. Okay. So here you go. Here's the check. All right. Now, I'm going to be watching C-SPAN, and I'm kind of hoping that when they say yay or nay, you put your hand up for yay. Okay? Fantastic. Well, in a controversial vote, a bill called Everyone Who's Not Rich Go Suck a Dick was passed unanimously by one side of the aisle, and three sellouts on the other side of the aisle said, Fuck the people, I want money too. Because that's what power can do. You know, that's what power can do. And I, I know that, you know, in many cases, it doesn't even take a lot of power to turn somebody into a piece of shit. It really doesn't. Because if you really think about it, what's a troll on the Internet? Hmm? That's a person, a little tiny, tiny person who has nothing better to do than to say nasty things about strangers and to try to rile up strangers, get strangers pissed off, make strangers go crazy. That's the power they have. They have no power anyplace else. I guarantee you, as much as the Koch brothers want to say bad things about people, I guarantee you the Koch brothers are not sitting in their house typing Benghazi on a news article. They're not doing that. Why should they? They actually have power. Why would they give a fuck about that? They can make you do it by changing the way people talk about things, by buying politicians who keep pushing that narrative forward. But they can't. They're not going to sit there and do it themselves. Why should they? But your punk ass will do it if you're a troll. I was on Facebook talking to a friend of mine. And we were just talking about something innocuous, man. I mean, I, I was watching uh, Three's Company. Guy calls me up and he goes, hey, man, I know when you were a kid you loved Three's Company. I said, yeah, I still love Three's Company. Huh? He goes, let me ask you a question, man. Everybody was trying to get everybody all up on Chrissy because she was the blonde and she was this, that, and that one. But uh, what do you think? Which one do you like the most? I said, I'm more of a Janet guy, to be honest with you. Just like when it came to WKRP in Cincinnati, I loved Jennifer Marlowe, Claudia Anderson. Loved her. But the one I wanted, granted I was too young to know what to do with a woman <laughs> at that point. But you know, but I, but when I became older and as an, as an adult male and went and watched the show again, I was like, I love Lonnie Anderson. I would love nothing better than you know to, to jump on top of a woman and look like that. But that Jan Smith is Bailey. Ooh. I was always more of a Bailey guy, and also more always more of a Janet Wood guy. Loved them, and we were joking back and forth. Yeah, you probably like Marianne more. You damn right I did. I love Tina Louise, but Dawn Wells. And we were going back and forth about different ladies on TV TV programs, and it was a fun conversation. And some of my other friends got in on it because we continued the conversation on on Facebook, and we were doing this kind of thing. It was a joke, and everybody was kind of getting in on it and having a great time. We we're all laughing and joking, and then the ladies, the, and the lady friends started coming in, and they started comparing dudes. I'd rather have Magnum than this guy. You know, it was, it was fun. We we're having a great time, and then some sucker comes in. Oh yeah. Well, the reason you like those 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 brunettes is because you're black, and black guys don't like blonde people. And speaking of black people, Benghazi man, Obama the Muslim, this that, and we're, and everybody's going, what? <laughs> we're talking about seventy sitcoms and eighty sitcoms, and who we thought was the cutest, and you you personally, none of us really knows, brings in Benghazi, this that, and the other. What is wrong with this person? Now, the idea was this person was trolling. And if you know what you know what an internet troll is, that's someone who just decides to pipe in with something controversial or something negative 
basically just to get a rise out of the people to start an argument so they can sit back and go, I made people mad. The only problem is um, uh, I'm smart. All of my friends are smart. And we don't give a shit. Completely ignored him. We didn't even reply to him. We just continued the conversation around him. And as he got more and more disgusting, we just erased the comment and kept talking. And then eventually he went away. But that, that was—he was trying to get power. That was his power. He wanted the power to just to control our conversation. People he didn't even really know that well. It just shows you, it shows you how sick people are. Like I said earlier on in this in this podcast, I think this should be a test, man. You should have some kind of test to decide whether or not you can even handle power, because you have to have a you know you have to have a license to drive a car. They can't just let anybody drive a car, you know. He's like, excuse me, I I, uh, I would like to be a billionaire, but I have these wonderful ideas. Yeah, um, no, no, no. You're a nutcase. If we give you too much money, you're gonna do some crazy shit. So, uh, no, can't do that. Sorry. But 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 nope 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 nope. It's a new thing where we don't let assholes become super rich and have super incredible amounts of power because you're a dickhead. So nope, can't do it. Nope nope nope. Sorry. <laughs> no, I know that can't happen. But it's a nice idea in the back of my mind. I would love to have that happen. I mean, wouldn't the world be a better place if the Koch brothers were two traveling salesmen working in Dubuque? You know what I mean? <laughs> Instead of multi-billionaire, multi-multi-billionaires trying to fuck up everything. I mean, that would be kind of funny, you know, because they, they'd be the grumbling old guy, you know, like death of a salesman. Like, God damn it. I really wish the world was like this. If I had $44 billion and my brother had $44 billion, guess what we would do? We would change things. We would try to destroy Social Security. and uh, <laughs> You know, I just don't understand it. You know, I mean, it just it just amazes me what, you know, what people will do when they have power. You see people do good stuff with it, too, don't you? I do. You know, but when they don't necessarily work the same way or uh, behave the same way or think the same way. You know, the person that's going to Africa to feed starving children and the person that's putting computers in schools in America and the person that's trying to fight for homeless, fight to stop homelessness in America and the person who's, you know, uh, uh, doctors without borders, those people are, are a completely different breed. You know, I mean, think about it. If you took the same amount of money, the same 300 and 400 million dollars these jackasses were spending on trying to change the political landscape of a country that the way it's working right now already gave them through the through their businesses forty four billion dollars and they actually applied that to something good you know they actually applied that to educate some people or they actually applied that to feeding some people or ed, or shit even even something something like doctors without borders something like that they applied it to that <clears throat> Even the, I mean, that would feed your ego too, right? I mean, wouldn't that be, wouldn't that, want, would you want that to be your legacy? Wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be better for the Koch? You know, the Koch brothers, those guys are at it again. <laughs> they single-handedly led, the spearheaded the end of homelessness in America. Unbelievable. And also, they were part of a very, 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 very vast right-wing conspiracy 
to end genocide. Oh my goodness, I'm so glad Fox News is doing all these fact-based reporting about how this, that, and the other thing, and the, you know, but you don't get that. <laughs> all we get is this silliness. All we get is these jackasses <sighs> trying to ruin, run the world. I shouldn't even say trying to run the world. They kind of are. You know. Because if you watch the news, all you see is the bad things people do. You hear about the robberies and the muggings, the rapes, the murders. And they should be reported on. But what you notice is that they're all the news. I mean, they throw in some good feel-good reports at the end. But if you go out into the real world and look at people... There's a lot of people out there mentoring kids. There's a lot of people out there cleaning the streets. And I'm not talking about people that are doing it because they're being punished. <laughs> you know? There's a lot of people doing good stuff. But you don't talk about it. There's a lot of people out there producing music that uplifts people. And, and I'm talking about hip-hop music. It talks about good things to do. And educating yourself. And, and helping the community. There's a lot of that out there. I hear it all the time. But you don't hear it on the radio. You know, <laughs> is there not any, I mean, can we, is there, is it impossible to make money doing good things? You know, you don't think people want to hear good rap music about shit that's not this bitch's ass and fuck these bitches. And you, you don't think that people don't want to hear the other stuff too? I think they do. Because when the hip hop started, that's what it was. It's amazing. Yeah. And disappointing in a way too. But hopefully, hopefully at some point we'll wise up and realize that these small number of people, even though they got all the money, where'd they get the money from? Where'd they get it? They got it from us, jackasses. <laughs> they got it from us. You know, we buy the products. We go to the movies. We buy the CDs. Or we buy the downloads. We buy the products. We are the voters. If you really think about it, the power that these people actually have is actually an illusion. They made us think they have more power than we do. You know, it's like a building. It looks strong and powerful from, from the outside. You ever seen a, ever had a building collapse in your town and it looked like it was put together well? Then it collapses and people are going, what the, how'd that happen? Because you very rarely hear people go, that building collapsed? I knew that shit was coming. I knew it. Now people always go, I can't believe it. It's because it looked powerful on the outside, but the inside was not good. It was not strong. Can we say Bernie Madoff, anybody? Remember how everybody was basically uh, slurping this guy's ass because of the amount of money he was making for everybody? He looked like the genius. Oh, this guy's the best. Of course, I'll, I'll take all of I mean, you're getting such high returns. I'm going to give you all of my money. <laughs> yeah. Under normal circumstances, I would actually keep my portfolio diversified. But because of your track record over a long period of time, research you. I'm not going to research it. I heard good things. You look like you, hey, the nice car, you're driving a nice car. You must be successful. Here's all my money. Then the building collapsed. Then you didn't have anything. It's the same thing with these jackasses. They look powerful and in the way they are. 
But if you start electing politicians that give a shit about you as a human being and care less about them as jackasses trying to run everything and you vote in politicians that ignore these bastards and you buy music that doesn't call your woman a bitch and you watch television programs that don't make you look like a jackass guess what happens? The people in power realize they don't really have any power because you had the power the whole time and you took it back you know <laughs> so folks that's, that's, that's what I wanted to talk to you about today take it back it was yours to begin with you're just letting them hold it for a little while but you can take that shit back well folks that was the podcast today this is the S. Anthony Says Podcast I am S. Anthony Thomas I want to thank you very, very much for spending this time with me. I much, much appreciate it. Thank you for all the emails. I appreciate them. Much love to you all. I appreciate the good stuff that you've been saying. And uh, I'm reading as many as I can. Uh, the home base for this podcast is santhonysays.podbean.com. That's where all my social links are. If you need to contact me or see what else is going on, follow me on Twitter at santhonythomas. I want to say much love to everybody. Um, the email is... The S. Anthony Says Podcast at gmail.com. Much love to everybody. I really appreciate all the listens and the listener spikes and I reckon, and all the retweets and uh, you know the reposts and all that kind of stuff. I really do appreciate that. That means a lot. I want to thank you guys for that. This has been the podcast, my friend. This is the Friday podcast. I will see you again Monday. Much love to you all, my friends. S. Anthony out.